Glory to Jesus Christ. Annunciation Byzantine Catholic Parish presents Light of the East, a program revealing how the Eastern Catholic Churches have nourished the Roman Catholic Churches and today's world in profound ways through their histories, traditions, mysteries, and spirituality. Hello, I am Father Thomas J. Loya, pastor of Annunciation of the Mother of God Byzantine Catholic Church in Homer Glen, Illinois, and this is a story of the Eastern Churches, an inspiring story of faith, courage, intrigue, mystery, spirituality, dissension, and reconciliation. But most of all, this is an expression of a great experience of faith through our unique divine liturgy. Join with me now as we look toward the Light of the East. Light of the East is also supported by Eastern Christian Publications, where you can find the prayers of the Catholic Byzantine Daily Office at ecpubs.com and by easternchristianmedia.com, a broadband network for you to learn more about the Eastern Catholic Churches. That's easternchristianpublications.com. Glory to Jesus Christ. Welcome to Light of the East. I'm Father Thomas Loya. Greetings to our Latin Rite brethren. We're celebrating all souls today. And then, of course, following that will be all saints. That, of course, is the real meaning of this weekend, not praising or worshiping or bowing or exalting or celebrating evil ghosts and goblins and so on like that, like has become. It has nothing to do with what this feast is. So again, I, I recommend and I commend and pray for our Latin Rite brethren who are celebrating this, what is a holy day, a holy time. We have all souls in the Eastern Rite too, only we have actually five of them through the year, most of them during Lent. And then we also have an All Saints as well. So once again, we see the two lungs of the church breathing only in their own different respective ways. Again, I want to thank you and welcome you for listening here to us here at Light of the East. And we've had, well, some good friends over the years here, friends that come back from time to time that get us up to date on things and what they're doing and what's happening in the church. And one of our best friends here at Lay of the East is Jack Fingal. And we're going to have Jack Fingal on the program today, and we're going to talk about what he's offering. Now, he is a publisher, a Byzantine Catholic, and he has just a wealth of information, a wealth of resources for those of you who want to learn more and more about the Eastern Churches. And his main website is ecpubs.com. That's ecpubs.com. And that stands for Eastern Christian Publications. Tremendous wealth of things, videotapes, all kinds of literature and books and so on. So let's welcome Jack Fiegel to Lay of the East. Welcome, Jack. Glory to Jesus Christ. Glory forever, Father Tom. Good to be with you again. Yeah, it's been a while. So what's been going on with the lockdowns here in the last uh, year or so? <laughs> how have you been through all that? Well, I've I've kind of been taking advantage of it, of being cooped up at home where my computers are. And uh, uh, actually, I sat down a few weeks ago and did a tally, and I've published 12 new books uh, in the last 18 months since the pandemic started. Twelve? And 12 new books uh, of all sorts of shapes and sizes, uh, different content from different authors. And uh, a 13th one just came out last week that we can talk about later in the program. But uh, yeah, the, the, the books, uh, are just sort of, uh, uh, information about the Eastern Church. One 
is it's been very very popular is called the Theosis Calendar of the Saints, which is a book uh, on full color of an icon, a prayer, and a little story about every saint of every day of the year on the Byzantine calendar. Now, you know, I got to stop here because, Jack, this is incredible. I, I came across that when I was at your uh, publications office one time a couple years ago, and I was just amazed. I was amazed that you got icons of Every saint for every day in the Byzantine liturgical calendar. Our Latinite brethren who may be listening have to understand that in the Byzantine church, we have a saint, one or more, sometimes many, for every single day of the year. We need more days in the year for all the saints we commemorate. Latinite commemorates many of them as well, but they don't always have one. We always have one in addition to the feast days of the liturgical calendar, you know, things, the life of Christ, the Virgin Mary, and so on. So for you to come up with an icon for every saint, and, and I get your bulletin covers that you put out, and you oftentimes have those saints on those bulletin covers. It's, it's just amazing to me. So I really have to commend you for that. And those listening, you have to understand what a what a great feat and wonderful service this is. And Jack, you're just full of all kinds of wonderful things. So what, what would you highlight uh, from the 12 things you published recently? one. Um, another one uh, is a uh, liturgy book for children of the Byzantine Rite. Um, it's a collection of paintings uh, by uh, Re- Rebecca O'Glaughlin, who is in the Denver area, and she had done it for her children and then approached me about publishing it at, along with the text of the liturgy. So it's a beautiful little book. It's called, the title is called Four Little Eyes. The Divine Liturgy for Little Eyes, Ears, Hearts, and Hands. So, so the Jack, title is For Little Eyes, The Divine Liturgy for Little Eyes, Ears, Hearts, and Hands. A uh, beautiful little uh, collection of about 30 or so watercolors and the text of the liturgy. We've, we've got a couple of uh, reflection books. One uh, for... Well, uh, uh, I want to back up for a second, Jack. Excuse me. The... Yep. the uh, the, the book for the children, is that for them to like to hold in liturgy or is it just a study thing for at home? No, it's it's to hold in liturgy. It's oh, the actual okay. text. So the idea is that you take that book with you to church and the children can can sit or stand there and um, go through the text and see pictures that correspond to that text uh, every single page. So the left page is a color a picture and the right is some portions of the liturgy. So uh, and And she has designed... Uh, some that are uh, representative of icons, like the Last Supper, uh, when you get to the Eucharist. Uh, others are uh, things that she's painted. For instance, um, uh, King David, who wrote the Psalms. Um, whenever we're singing Psalms in the Antiphon at the beginning of the liturgy, she has a painting of David carrying the uh, tabernacle oh. um, uh, through the desert. So there's all sorts of beautiful paintings designed for children, uh, for them to follow along with the liturgy as as the liturgy is is celebrated. But I want the listeners to understand how important this is, how useful this is. Because one of the things that we do in our church, our parish, uh, Jack, unfortunately, praise God, we have a, a number of children. And one of the things we've learned to do, we teach the parents to do this, and we even have people in the church kind of stationed there that that help out with this. We've learned that the children, by nature, you know, they're very kinesthetic. They actually want to be involved. They want to touch, taste, see, smell the liturgy. And what we'll do sometimes when a child is, is a little bit fussy and something like that, we'll urge the parents, or we have like some of our catechism teachers, we'll take that little child with the, with the parents' permission and actually take them 
around different parts of the church or liturgy and very quietly whisper in their ear, have them look at the icons, identify things in the icons, point things out. And boy, it changes their behavior entirely because they get engaged in liturgy. So if they can have a book like this right where they're sitting or standing in the church, this, this could be a marvelous way to engage these children in the liturgy. Yeah, that, that, that's certainly the idea. Um, we also have two uh, books of reflections during the Paschal season. So for next year after Easter, we have one by Father Jack Custer. Uh, it's entitled, It is the Day of Resurrection, a little pocket-sized uh, if, if you recall, Father, the Theosis magazine, mm-hmm. pocket-sized book, it's a collection of his reflections um, on the readings uh, during the break season from Easter all the way up through to Pentecost, and then another collection of reflections on the Acts of the Apostles, mm. uh, the readings that we take uh, in the early part of the Paschal season by Marianne Salis, who's written a number of reflection books. Uh, so two different styles, two different kinds of authors. And we have a series of other books by Father Robert Slazinski, one of the theologians in the Ruthenian Byzantine Catholic Church. He's written one on the Holy Decalogue, uh, the Ten Commandments. Another one he's written on Holy Mother Church, all about a, a catechesis of the one Holy Catholic and Apostolic Church. And another one he's written for millennials that I, I don't quite understand, but maybe your your audience would recognize the title is OMG, A Shout <laughs> in the Street. Oh, OMG. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely their lingo. It stands for, it's what they use in text and Facebook and that kind of thing. It stands for, oh my God. Yeah, yeah. So uh, he calls it a book of philosophy targeted millennials for those searching for the true meaning of Christianity. Wow, great stuff. Uh, Anyway, a wide variety of books uh, that uh, uh, we've been working on, and uh, uh, it's it's been interesting to see the reactions. It's it's been wonderful. Again, for these recent developments, boy, boy, the the, uh, lockdowns were a blessing for you, and therefore a blessing for all of us because we've got this new material out there. For those of you who are interested, and I'm sure you must be interested, Go to, what would be the best thing, Jack, your website? ECPubs, E-C-P-U-B-S dot com. There's all sorts of categories of books to look for. We have some 300 titles available on that website. And at the top, there's a tab that actually says new. And so it has a <laughs> listing chronologically in reverse order of the 12 newest books that we published uh, that you can call and uh, take a look at. Jack, do you have a prayer book. Uh, people often want just that one simple prayer book. It doesn't have to be the full-blown divine liturgy and so on. It's just prayers they could say, like a morning prayer, an afternoon, evening, prayers for different purposes. Do you have something like that? Uh, yeah, we actually have two different kinds. One is the traditional print prayer book. It's called Let Us Pray to the Lord. Uh, volume one is called The Daily Office, which are your morning prayers and evening prayers and the hours and a simple form of matins and vespers uh, for a layperson to pray privately. And we also have an electronic form. Uh, we produce an email with the daily office of the hours and vespers every day with all of the changeable parts filled in for you. And that can be received in your inbox every day to remind you to prayer. And we also have the same uh, uh, files, electronic uh, prayer files, available on a for your smartphone that you can get on either at the Apple Store or on Google Play for free. And it's the same name as our website, ECPUBS. So if you search 
in Google or search on Apple. You can download EC Pubs and have the daily prayers right there on your phone uh, throughout the year. When we come back, we're going to answer a question. Jack Vigil is going to answer a question for us. He's got something, actually, that can answer the question that often is asked. I hear it a lot as a Byzantine priest. People ask me who are Latin right, they'll say, do Byzantine Catholics pray the rosary? Do you have that in your tradition? We're going to talk about that when we return. Our guest is Jack Figo from Eastern Christian Publications. That's ecpubs.com. I'm Father Thomas Loya on Light of the East. Light of the East mission is Christianity's reunion. And to tell the story of the Eastern lung of the Catholic Church, we need your support. In order to keep Light of the East on the air, you can make a donation now by going to byzantinecatholic.com. That's byzantinecatholic.com. And then donate securely using any major credit card. With your help, we can keep Light of the East's illumination bright. The Tabor Life Institute, which is dedicated to the formation and education in the theology of the body. To find out more about the Tabor Life Institute, you can go to taborlife.org. That's taborlife.org. Especially if you're interested in conferences and retreats, in particular for youth, young adults, and also for those of you who speak Spanish. That's TaborLife.org. This is Archbishop Salvatore Cordiglione of the Archdiocese of San Francisco, and you are listening to Light of the East. Welcome back to Light of the East. I'm Father Thomas Lowe, your host. Very excited to have a good friend here on, I was going to say good old friend, but he's not old, but he's a good old friend in the sense of good old friends, not age-wise though, but it's Jack Figo from Eastern Christian Publications. His website is ecpubs.com. If you have listened to this program for any length of time, you know we've had Jack on here from time to time, and he's just one of the best sources for things Byzantine. If you want to learn about the Byzantine church, the Byzantine spirituality, history, lit- liturgy, etc. And Jack, I'm often asked by people, and it's it's kind of like human nature, I guess, that you're asked whether I have or there's access to that one book. People want that one prayer book or that one book. Is there a book that explains the Byzantine church? And I usually take like a kind of a deep breath and go, well, yes and no. And usually it's it's something voluminous. You need several books. And so what do you have to offer in that regard? Yeah, there, there is a book. It's not a prayer book, but it's a book that describes the Byzantine church. And the title is simply Eastern Christianity, the Byzantine tradition. It was written by Father Lawrence Cross, who's a professor of church history at Australian Catholic University in Melbourne, Australia. And it's a very concise 120-page book with a few illustrations that describes the history, the theology, the liturgy, and other traditions of Eastern churches that follow the Byzantine tradition, which includes a number of Catholic churches, the Melkites, the Ukrainians, ourselves, the Ruthenians, um, as well as a number of Orthodox churches, the Russian Orthodox, Ukrainian Orthodox, Antiochian, all those who follow the Byzantine tradition. And, And it traces where the Byzantine churches come from historically, how they fit from even apostolic times up till today. Uh, it has a section 
that sort of gives an overview of the Byzantine liturgy and the prayer services, an overview of other traditions uh, with regard to theology and spirituality. And so it's a real concise, simple, easy-to-read introduction to who we are as as an Eastern Rite Church. And that book, again, is? Eastern Christianity, the Byzantine Tradition. And it's a paperback uh, book. with only, It's only $15. And uh, I, I just recommend it highly to anyone who's uh, looking to find out the basics to learn, you know, sort of what the, the church is all about. And it's probably our bestseller. It's probably the only book I've sold in 25 years of publishing of over a thousand copies. And it's 120 pages. That, that's pretty manageable. Yeah, yeah. In fact, I first found it in Rome, and I did an updated edition some 25 years ago, and I read the whole book on the plane coming home. Wow, really? Wow. It, it just reads so easily, so well. Uh, and the original edition that Father Lawrence had written was to uh, educate Roman Catholics about who the Orthodox Church was, and so he says Eastern Orthodox all the way through the book, and I changed that to Eastern Christians, mm-hmm. so it would cover the Eastern Catholics as well as the Eastern Orthodox. I just want to clarify something for the benefit, again, of our listeners who may be Latin right, or maybe they're not Catholic at all, whatever, because oftentimes I'm hearing, I don't know if you're hearing this, Jack, but I hear from Latin right Catholics, they refer to the Eastern Catholic churches as the Orthodox Catholic. Now, they're on to something in that, in that we were once part of the Orthodox Church after the schism back in 1054, and we, of course, the Eastern Catholic churches share the same liturgical, sacramental, spiritual traditions as their Orthodox counterparts, but the Eastern Catholic churches are, should not really be called Orthodox Catholic. They should be just called Eastern Catholic churches, whatever they are, Syrian Catholic, Byzantine Catholic. Is that, that correct, Jack? Yeah, that, that's correct. Um, I, I would think of them in terms of Orthodox Catholic only if you use a small O. Right. Where you use the word Orthodox to mean right-believing. Yes. Other than the Orthodox in terms of a big O, which are the Orthodox churches that are not in communion with the, the Bishop of Rome or the Pope. But speaking of Orthodox, Catholic, Latinite, Eastern Catholic, the question of something that is a question and actually has an answer that's common to all of us in its own way, which you'll explain, and that is, do the Eastern churches pray or have the rosary as part of their tradition? My answer to that is, well, yes and no. And I think you could explain that even better with something that you're offering, again, from your publications. Yes. Um, we just published within the last week or so um, a book called My Rosary Companion. And it's a little pocket-sized booklet that I think uh, Latin Rite uh, listeners would be familiar with in terms of a companion book to use while you're praying the rosary. And this book is unique in that it collects excerpts from the Byzantine liturgical books of of our church, all of the different kinds of services that we have for Lent and uh, throughout the year, the feast days and so forth. And he has uh, put a little excerpt, one sentence or so, to go with each Hail Mary and each Our Father of, of the Rosary. So it's a beautiful little companion for praying the Rosary, but you're praying it with prayers from the Christian East. So it's kind of mixing the, the rosary with the, the Christian East. And yes, Father, from my understanding, the rosary, as we know it today, actually originated as a prayer uh, of 150 Hail Marys in monasteries back in the first millennium sometime. 
and that the monks invented a rope to keep tabs on their 150 count. And that became the rosary we know today. But that came from the Eastern monasteries originally, and then was adopted in the West. Uh, and so there is some historical tradition that the rosary perhaps originated in the East, as well as some monasteries in the West, and, and that's how the rosary we know today uh, got started. Yes, and since this program, Light of the East, is always about unity in the Church, and articulating and sharing the riches of the two lungs of the Church, East and West, mostly the East, of course, let's look at some commonality here. And this whole subject, the rosary, is, is, a, is a good platform to look at this commonality. Like you said, Things developed in some of the Eastern monasteries, but eventually the West developed into rosary we know today. But let's look at some commonalities here. First of all, you've got a prayer rope, and there is a prayer rope tradition in the Eastern churches called the Jesus Prayer. So you have a tradition even in that regard in terms of a single rope that's got knots or beads on it, knots usually in the in the case of the Jesus Prayer, which is also called the Chotke, and there's other names for it too. But again, it's a repetitive prayer. But again, developing in the East. And there's a lot of similarities between the rosary in the West and the form of prayer in the East. First of all, it's, it's meditation on mysteries. It is repetitive. Uh, it can be done together as a group, in a sense, publicly or privately. And also, and in your book jacket you have, I'm thrilled to see that right in the inside, the first page, you have an icon of Our Lady of Perpetual Help. Now, the reason why I'm thrilled to see that is because I've always likened the rosary to that icon, because that icon is universal. It's East and West. It's history. It's the way that is, it, it appears in what it's called, Our Lady of Perpetual Help. It's revered in both Eastern and Western churches. And that's very much similar, I think, to the rosary. The rosary was very popular among Eastern Catholics, uh, especially as a private devotion. And I'm going to read just a, a little paragraph from the from the booklet here that, that you are promoting here, My Rosary Companion, Praying the Rosary with the Christian East. And the editor says here this, Though the rosary is a private devotion that originated within Western Christianity, its impact over the centuries has crossed ethnic, cultural, and religious boundaries. Whether prayed by Christians in the underground churches of Soviet times, clasped tightly in the hands of a Syrian refugee wrapped in silent prayer or rhythmically chanted in Vietnamese in a Catholic parish in Philadelphia, the rosary continues to be the most popular private Catholic devotion of all time. Marked by simplicity, accessibility, and adaptability, the 20 Christ-life events or mysteries provide us with a practically inexhaustible source of spiritual nourishment for the peaks and valleys of daily life. So the author has a very good introduction that explains some of the history of the rosary and also the history of the Byzantine church in terms of devotion to the Virgin Mary and this type of prayer, the Byzantine hymnography. So this is really a, a wonderful book, and it's hot off the press, right, Jack? You say you just got it done a week ago? Yes, yes, it just, just came out, and uh, it's selling on hotcakes off of our website. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I have to admit, I, and, well, let me read let me the, the backside of the, of the book here, right on the back cover. It says, first ever of its kind, this private devotional presents over 200 excerpts from the ancient liturgical heritage of the Byzantine Christianity, one for each Our Father and Hail Mary, of all 20 mysteries of the rosary. 
with corresponding color iconography. These prayers are then carefully selected so that as you pray, your heart and mind are lifted up in prayer and contemplation. Allow the wisdom and beauty of the Christian East to enrich your daily recitation of the Holy Rosary. This is a very timely thing, Jack, because I hear so much today about the Virgin Mary, you know, apparitions and so on, Fatima and so on, and also about her saying and urging the world to pray the rosary. And I don't know if that was restricted just to Western Christians or if it's just to the world. And I'm hearing more and more about it. And so maybe this book is actually very, very timely, especially in light of what's going on today. And people are looking for some prayer. And we can all be united with a prayer like this, East and West. Yes, and, and if we follow current events, uh, you know, Pope Francis has called for recitations of the rosary for those in need, the, the millions in the world who are needy. He's asked the world to pray together, and the commonality is, in fact, the rosary. So uh, I hope that this prayer, this particular book, will provide some, as you say, following in St. John Paul's exhortation to us to breathe with both lungs. I think this book is a good example of that, of breathing with the western lung of the rosary and the eastern lung of the prayers of our liturgical seasons. Again, it's called My Rosary Companion, Praying the Rosary with the Christian East. And you can get this and all these other great things from our friend Jack Fiegel at ecpubs.com. That stands for Eastern Christian Publications, ecpubs.com. Jack, thanks again, not only for being on our program, but thanks for your tireless, tireless effort to evangelize in the church to bring that good news to the world through your gifts and your hard work for so many years and through ups and downs and challenges and you didn't let the lockdowns lock you down at all did you jack <laughs> no not at all it was it was uh, it's been uh, very rewarding to see uh, all these things now come to fruition so thank you very much for uh, the opportunity to talk about them thank you jack we'll have you on again You betcha. God bless, and thank all of you for listening. I'm Father Thomas Loya on Light of the East. To hear Light of the East again, visit byzantinecatholic.com and click on the Features and Programs tab and on iTunes. Thank you for listening to Light of the East. We encourage you to tell a friend about Light of the East and to visit byzantinecatholic.com. Light of the East is produced by ADC Media. News from around the world as it happens. Religious liberty, immigration, prayer, plus daily reports from the White House, Capitol Hill, and Rome. Get the Catholic News perspective on the things that impact your life on the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. Thank you for listening. Next week, we will return to the light of the East. To learn more about Annunciation Byzantine Catholic Parish, visit our website, byzantinecatholic.com, where you will also find an archive of all of our programs. In order to continue Light of the East with its mission of Christianity's reunion, we need your support with a donation. Any amount will be a blessing. Please make out a check to Light of the East Radio and send it to Light of the East, 14610 Will Cook Road, Homer Glen, Illinois, 60491. That's Light of the East, 14610 Will Cook Road, spelled W-I-L-L-C-O-O-K Road, Homer Glen, Illinois. Or donate online on the homepage of ByzantineCatholic.com. From the Light of the East, a new dawn of unity is in sight. God bless you, go with God, and may God grant you many happy years. Oh.